الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين إن شاء الله tonight uh, we usually have uh, our weekly ذكر so the program will be short إن شاء الله it will not be lengthened too much however we do encourage uh, the brothers and those who participate and attend the gatherings of Deen and sometimes if there is a bit of a delay whether it be in the salah or whether it be in the program, then generally for programs of dunya, sometimes one hour, two hours can pass if it's a match and it's extra time and we have to watch another half an hour. Or there's some series that a person is glued to, then even if the muadhin calls out the adhan, we find it difficult to respond. Now when we are in the masjid and sometimes uh, you, you find the recitation uh, a bit long then remember that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood in salah to the extent that his feet were swollen and uh, the intention is not to to burden anyone but for us to become habitual with performing salah and reciting the Quran correctly during the month of Ramadan there's like stages the first part of Ramadan the masjid is full to capacity and the brothers tell us outside that, you know, shorten the sufuf and get everybody close. And uh, it's like a miracle happens. After a few days, we find there's just five or six sufuf in all the masajid. And, you know, once I was a young boy in one area, I performed taraweeh and I went to visit a sick man. And Allah blessed him with lots of wisdom. So he asked me, Hafizab, he said, uh, how's the taraweeh going? I said, Alhamdulillah. He said, how's the crowd? I said, uh, well, now after the Tenth night, you know, it's just like uh, three, four safs. He said, don't worry. When there are only three or four safs of men and women in the masjid, then the remainder of the sufuf are filled with angels. So you rather have a gathering filled with angels than a gathering with people complaining about how long the salah is. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in, and I will just be brief, like I said, one of the verses that were recited, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of the preservation of the Qur'an. He said, إِنَّا نَحْنُ نَزَّلْنَا ذِكْرًا وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِظُونَ Most certainly we have revealed the Qur'an and we are its protectors. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the protector of the Qur'an. So the first protector was Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who received it from Sayyidina Jibreel alayhi salam who was also Al-Ameen, the trustworthy and the honest and the chief of the malaika. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam conveyed this knowledge of the Qur'an to his companions, to the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. And to the minute detail, they were particular about how it has to be recited. In fact, even Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he was receiving wahi in the beginning, uh, he would try to repeat swiftly after Jibreel alayhi salam in order for him not to miss out anything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the verse, لَا تُحَرِّكْ بِهِ لِسَانَكَ لِتَعْجَلَ بِهِ do not hasten with your tongue with the recitation of the Qur'an. إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا جَمْعَهُ وَقُرْآنَهُ It is the responsibility of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to gather the verses of the Qur'an and to protect its method of recitation. So the recitation of the Qur'an is also from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's not haphazard. You cannot recite the Qur'an the way you want to. So even that method, فَإِذَا قَرَأْنَاهُ فَاتَّبِعْ قُرْآنَهُ so when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs Jibreel alayhi salam to recite on behalf of Allah, then O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you, 
you emulate and follow his way of recitation. So Rasulullah learned that method of recitation. He taught it to Sayyidina, uh, Sayyidina uh, he taught it to the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. The Sahaba radiallahu anhum were particular even about the nasal sounds and the prolonging of the mudud and uh, the vowels that have to be prolonged. Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu had a person reciting and he didn't recite the word fuqara with the prolonged sound. He said Nabi sallallahu didn't teach us that way. He, he taught us with the prolonged sound. Don't, don't shorten it. So even that much, the Sahaba radiallahu anhum were entrusted with this amana and they protected the Qur'an. Like the words of the Qur'an were protected by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba radiallahu anhum and the illustrious ulama of deen, the meaning of the Qur'an was also protected. فَإِذَا قَرَأْنَا ثُمَّ إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا بَيَانَهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that the explanation of the Qur'an is also the responsibility of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One verse recited tonight, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الذِّكْرَ لِتُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ مَا نُزِّلَ إِلَيْهِمْ وَلَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't leave the Qur'an to the discretion of every Tom, Dick and Harry that he takes the translation of the Qur'an. I feel, okay, this verse could mean this. Okay, what, this, it could be applied uh, in our time or not. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we have revealed the Qur'an. وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الذِّكْرَ We revealed the Qur'an to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. لِتُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ مَا نُزِّلَ إِلَيْهِمْ So that you may explain to them what is the meaning of the Qur'an. So any person can come till the day of Qiyamah. There's no leeway for any person to feel that he can present his own opinion when the explanation is given to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to imbibe within our, our lives the emulate, emulating of the, the teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and in the way that it was explained by the Sahaba and the Tabi'een and the illustrious ulama of deen. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.